Hi, my name is Beth, and I am the host of the Seeking Light podcast. In a world that presents us with growth and challenges, there is tremendous light. And this podcast is a source of light through scriptural insights that I have gained through the years. Come join me as I share light in a world that can sometimes be confusing. Hello, everyone. Thank you for jumping on today. I hope you're all doing really well. Um, very interesting. We had snow on Valentine's day. I was kind of shocked, but, um, they had a two hour delay for our kids because of snow. And, um, I love being outside. I love the weather and it is exciting when fun things like that happen when you're not expecting it. So our kids loved it too. And it made the morning a more special morning. So what's your weather like where you're at? Are you enjoying nice and warm weather? Or are you enjoying a little bit of toasty cold uh, or wet? Um, I'm in a sweater. I'm all bundled up, warm socks on because it's not snowing anymore, but it's super cold, <laughs> but I love it. But okay. So this podcast, um, I want to just share with you, my sister-in-law, Julie and I, we have a coaching uh, we're doing a coaching business together and, um, we are talking, we're doing a, a three day, um, workshop, three day class that we are talking about love. How do you love yourself? How do you love God more? How do you love others? And something was said in our presentation today that just got my mind, just, woo, just thinking. So we were talking about, you know, the foundation of self-love, like, what is it? What does it look like? And one of the pieces of the pie was boundaries. <clears throat> and somebody had messaged something in the box about boundaries and, and relationships and toxic people. And I began to just really quickly write down that there are times that there are toxic relationships that the Lord doesn't expect us to be a part of that. Now, the evidence of that is found all over in the scriptures. You can find so many scriptures where it talks about how the people were warned, they were removed, they left, they, um, they were told in the night to go somewhere. And so today I just thought really quickly, I would share with you this, these thoughts that I had that at times we can be in a toxic relationship. And I actually want to compare it to the world we live in. We kind of coexist in a toxic environment at times. Now, don't get me wrong. I think there are many, many amazing people. And I think that it's more the minority that's toxic as opposed to the majority. But we don't have to submit ourselves to the toxicity. And so when you're hearing these different scriptures that I'm going to share, um, I want you to think about things that could be toxic in your environment that you have a relationship with quote unquote, you know, social media, television, other people, um, articles, you know, reading material, what, whatever it is. And so the beautiful thing is that we are warned of God. He does let us know 
by the promptings of the Holy Ghost, if there is something in life that we do need to abandon, remove, go away from, flee from. Okay, so I just thought of a handful of of scriptures and and people that I just wanted to go over really quickly with you. So I thought about Moses. Hmm. So he flees into the wilderness for 40 years with the children of Israel, and he's leaving. They are all leaving toxic relationships. The children of Israel had been slaves and they were leaving the Egyptians and they were heading into a place that was difficult and hard. It was a a total change from what they had been before, which was told what to do, how to do. They were slaves. So they were so upset at times that they would say to Moses, we wish we could go back and we wish we could be there. And, um, and so they were guided by a prophet Moses to get out of a toxic relationship, um, a relationship that needed some boundaries that needed some space. And so they were led and guided and in the wilderness and they did struggle a lot, but they did flee that toxic relationship. Okay. I thought about Joseph who was sold into Egypt. Okay. So Potiphar's wife, she was a toxic person. Her intentions were not good. She wanted to create a relationship that was not good. And it was toxic for Joseph. And he chose to flee her. He chose to get out. He chose to go away from that relationship. And even though the consequences were not good for him on a physical level, spiritually, God blessed him because he did get out. He did flee. Okay. Nephi in second Nephi chapter five, it tells us that Nephi is warned of God to get out, to take those that follow and believe and leave because Laman and Lemuel are getting to a place where they are going to kill him and probably kill those that believe him. So he's leaving a toxic, abusive relationship, and he's put up with it for years. He dealt with the toxicity from Laman and Lemuel, and he finally was warned and he made the decision and he left. Okay. Limhi. Remember Limhi is Noah's son and he was a good person. And he becomes aware of the Jaredite plates because um, they've been brought to him. He wants help to understand them. He wants to flee the wickedness that's being placed upon him and his people. And he is delivered. It takes a while, but he is. Gideon tells them the way that they can get out of the land safely. And he is able to flee with his people that don't want to be under the bondage and the control and the toxicity of the Lamanites. Okay. Then I thought about, um, um, Joseph, who Joseph Smith, who was warned many times about having to flee, um, from evil and conspiring men. And being warned and 
taking his wife and children and members of the church and leaving lands, leaving homes from toxic, destructive relationships. Also, Joseph, who was the Savior's earthly father. A toxic relationship was Herod. He was an evil king, and he didn't want the competition of another king prophesied in the scriptures. So Joseph was warned to take Mary and the child and flee into Egypt. And Herod, of course, had all the boys under two killed. And um, he was a toxic human being, but Joseph was warned and he fled. So toxicity is all over in the world. And like I said, I don't believe it's the majority and I'm not trying to be like a negative Nelly, but is there anything in your life that you might consider to be toxic? Is there something that might be dragging you down, um, leading you probably on a path that's not very productive, isn't uplifting? Is there anything you can think of in life, music, um, movies, books, uh, relationships, whatever it is, if there's a toxicity, you can flee. We can flee and we can be warned. And I'm sure the spirit does warn us in those types of situations. Um, there's a really great talk by Robert D. Hills, and it's called Act for Ourselves, The Gift and Blessings of Agency. And it's from April 20, 2006. And this is what he said. He said, the promptings that come to us to flee evil reflect our Heavenly Father's understanding of our particular strengths and weaknesses and his awarenesses of the unforeseen circumstances of our lives. When these promptings come, they will not generally stop us in our tracks, for the Spirit of God does not speak with a voice of thunder. The voice will be as a soft as a whisper coming as a thought to our minds or a feeling in our hearts. So if you've taken just a little bit and thought, okay, are there toxic things in this world in my life that I need to flee from? I need to escape from just like all these people in the scriptures, Moses and Joseph and Nephi and Limhi and Alma and Joseph and Joseph. Is there something that you feel? And I love, you know, elder hell said, the spirit does not speak with a voice of thunder. It's a soft whisper, and it can be a thought to our minds and a feeling in our hearts. And then he continues. He says, by heeding its gentle promptings, we will be protected from the destructive consequences of sin. But if we ignore those promptings, the spirit of the, the light of the spirit will fade. Our agency will be limited or lost, and we will lose the confidence and ability to act. We will be walking in spiritual darkness at noonday. Then how easy is it to wander into strange paths and become lost? How quickly we are bound in the chains of sin. So <clears throat> the spirit can warn us against toxicity and against relationships that boundaries need to be established. And if we follow those heatings that we are given by the Holy Ghost, then we will be able to act and not be agents to be acted upon and be in a set of a kind of a bondage like the people of Limhi were, or like <clears throat> Alma, who, if you remember, he uh, had been a, um, a one of Noah's priests and 
he was with Amulon and Amulon was eventually given power over Alma and his people. And eventually Alma was able to flee and go over into the land where he was protected and safe, but he had to live under Amulon's abuse and unkindness that he did to Alma and his people. So it's okay for us to like, I, like from this class that we did, you know, we need to make sure and have boundaries and make sure that the toxicity that might be surrounding us that is affecting our ability to feel God's love can be removed. And it's okay. That's the thing that I loved is you can see it all over the scriptures where we're not told to stay in that toxicity. We are allowed the gift to move, to get out, to flee, to run, to remove ourselves from something that would be damaging to our spiritual growth. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. I am so grateful that you listened to my latest podcast. Please share these episodes with your family and friends. I look forward to being with you again soon. Have a great day.